Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, do, do. Hey, Tom, happy Monday. Got my purple shirt on because the Ravens play tonight. Well, that don't look for a lot for me tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay. Did you go out and run today? I did not, no. Every other oh. day I ran yesterday. Wow, I was going to say, you, you got a lot of energy this morning. For I, I, It's Monday. I, I, I like uh, it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So how are you? Right. I'm doing very, uh, very well. Very well. Good. Your Buffalo Bills had a tough day. Well, you know, sometimes you have a tough day. As I like to say to my parents, we have a Sunday night call, and my parents and siblings get on the phone and start talking about they should have done this, why they do that, this, blah, blah, blah. Pay the bills, not your parents or your siblings, what they should have done, right? Correct, correct. Okay. Just Basically <laughs> in sports. And I keep trying to encourage upon them that the other team tries to. And, you know, Absolutely. it's not just you walk out there and you win just because you're you know, because you won in the past has nothing right. to do with what's real today. And what's real today is going to be different every day, especially when the other team or the other business or your customers and clients, they're trying to figure it out as well. Yep. You got lots of moving parts, don't you? Yes, indeed. All right. So welcome, Which everyone. Is why it's really important that we talk about how Renegades roll, right? Because you've got all those moving parts. Well, hopefully they're moving or else you're not going to roll very far. <laughs> well done. Thanks. I got not. All right. I well, you on that one. Which is a good place to say welcome, everyone, to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we try to help you find that one thing, that antidote to whatever the challenges that you're facing today. Or you might be facing in the future, but you're going to add to what's real for you. And it's going to impact your knowledge, experience and perspective. And so we're going to have a conversation around a topic. And as Bob already sort of alluded to, our topic this week is how renegades roll. Last week, we talked about being a renegade. So this week, we're going to talk a little bit about how renegades roll. And I think it's interesting to bring up, and I hope you don't mind this, that initially we came up with Bob came up with, renegade rules. And as we considered that, we thought, you know what? Are there rules for being a renegade? I think there are. I think there are. Although don't I think renegade, reckless. don't be reckless. That's one of them. And we defined what that was. So if you go back, I think last week, on Wednesday or Thursday, we discussed being reckless. Um, and I think at the same time that there are guidelines and there are rules, but we are all unique. And the opportunity to understand that uniqueness and how that may um, evaluate or not evaluate, how that may guide what you do is different than these hard and fast rules, the way we typically think of them. Like when the light is red, you stop in your car. That is a rule. 
And I think that as renegades, we have, we, we wouldn't look at these hard and fast rules that everyone absolutely has to obey to be considered a renegade. I think that there are ways that we operate and act. And you're laughing at me. Best comment ever. It's done. The competition has come to an end. <laughs> of course, there are rules to being a renegade, especially if you're in the, ren in the ring of renegades. It's a private group for a reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm assuming that's Tim. Let me double check. All right. We'll get to more. <laughs> what you know, for those of you who don't understand, because you're newer to this, why that's why that has any significance or is funny, uh, is that Bob gets a kick out of the fact that uh, when we talk about our our Facebook group, that was Tim. I, I mentioned that it is a private group and that you have to ask to join. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's I getting us off. <laughs> it has us off on a good start today. This is quite a Monday so far. Yet before we forget, one of the things we do every day to lead off our show or, or after we have our little banter and our fun is we celebrate. And one of the things that we have been doing which we will continue to do, is that we pick a national day. Bob goes through and finds a national day, and we celebrate the national day because we believe in celebrating. And I think what we're going to add now, because I think this is important as well, is that we have to find our own thing to celebrate. If you weren't following along, we did a summer of celebration where we encourage people to celebrate one thing every day so that you would start your day off remembering the positive things that were going on in your life, in your work world, so that you could move forward and take that next step, knowing that you had already overcome some challenges. So before we get to our national day, Bob, what are you celebrating today? Hey, I'm celebrating the, over the weekend something I was working on last week to find some people for a client of mine actually appears to be working in a way it needs to work and in a new platform. So Without going into too many details, I've been fumbling around trying to figure something out for probably four weeks, and it's finally starting to bear fruit. Nice. I like that. And I'm going to celebrate that uh, Saturday, I got a chance to be out on the lacrosse field. Um, fall lacrosse, getting started. College. Officiating, not playing. So we're clear. Officiating, <laughs> not playing. And that uh, I felt good running up and down the field. Got a little tired at the end, had, had a couple of hard workouts on Thursday and Friday, and still felt really good about it. So I'm excited about the upcoming fall lacrosse season. Um, and so that's what I'm celebrating today. Now, what are we celebrating as a national day, Bob? It is the day of the programmer. So if you think about what we're doing right now, programmers were, have their fingerprints all over everything we're doing here, from the ones and zeros that make this broadcast possible to the podcast, to everything. If you think about the technology that goes into what we do each day, it really is amazing. And programmers are behind all that. I've been working with a couple of programmers in the last two or three months with the project for a client, and they take a vision and somehow make the code do what it needs to do to have that vision become reality. And it's really awe-inspiring. Awe-inspiring. I like it. Well, think you about like how coders. coding. Look, look at programming. Programming's everything. I mean, when I was in college back in the 80s, we studied DOS. 
Sure. You know, that's long gone now. And now we can program things. You and I are working on something that we're programming ourselves that five, 10 years ago would have taken us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and months. And we're looking at having it done by what started next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So look at that. So programmers, I bow to the programmers out there. They are true renegades. Any well, what's, program. what's interesting about the what they do is that every program they write is unique. Mm-hmm. Is that you can't it, and what's it fascinates me that ultimately it's based on the placement of zeros and ones. Um, Blows my mind. Yeah, that 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 a pro, that a concept that simple can create something. Well, it's not that simple. Is, it's not simple. Trust me. Well, the concept of it's just okay. You put zeros and ones in a certain place. Now, obviously, that's the lowest, lowest, lowest level of how programming works. And at the same time, it is something that um, that certain people have figured out how to do. And what's fascinating to me is that it's something that people can pick up at a fairly early age is mm-hmm. that kids learn to program way sooner. Now the technology that we have makes it easier for them, I believe to program than it was <clears throat> way back when. And at the same time, it is still a skill that many people would sit down and look at and be, and be like, this makes zero sense to me. Or one sense, right? Mm-hmm. Zero, one, zero sense, one sense. Thank you. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> I guess, man, there's something's going on. <clears throat> so as we think about the uniqueness of what programmers have to do, that's the way renegades also look at things. And we recognize that uniqueness. And that's our topic today. As we consider how renegades roll. And just in case there may be some young people out there who are like, don't really understand why, what role, you know, why role, um, you know, that's kind of a saying, and it's fascinating to me. And I'm going to diverge for a second. I hope this is okay. Um, Can't really stop you, Tom. I never asked permission. <laughs> yeah, I understand it. The whole idea of let's roll. Um, now there was a phrase long ago that was the people would say, well, that's how I roll talking about that's the way they are. And there, and and I I was, I'm not even sure the right word, not overcome, but I was engrossed in all the conversation Saturday and all the programming and Friday night around the 9-11 anniversary. And I'm not sure why I, I got thinking about it. And I was thinking that it must be what, in some regards, our parents went through um when john f kennedy was shot is clearly it was a moment in time that really time stood still and you clearly remember exactly where you were and what you were doing and what was happening and i think for our generation you know the people who kind of grew up as kids in the late 80s early 90s that date is clearly etched in my head and i remember very clearly exactly where I was, what I was doing and what was happening. And, you know, one of the, the heroes that was a part of flight 93 that went down in Pennsylvania, his 
last phrase to the operator. Todd, that he's Todd Beamer, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, that is correct. It was, let's roll. And, and I just, I don't know. And then they overtook the cockpit crew that was planning, they think, to fly the plane to Washington and do big damage. Correct. So they heroically stopped the plane in the field in Pittsburgh or outside of uh, right. Pittsburgh and perished Correct. as a result of it, but did something truly heroic. And unique. You know, it's interesting. And we don't know as much about the four other flights, three other flights, sorry, that went into the World Trade, two went in the World Trade Center, one went into Pentagon. We don't have the understanding of what the passengers were doing. So in some regards, based on what we know, <clears throat> this activity to try to fight back was unique in that day. And so I think that it, it's, it's, I don't know, it just hit me and I thought I should share it. And we, we talked mm -hmm. about let, you know how we roll or let's roll. And I think that, that the whole idea of recognizing uniqueness is, um, is fascinating to me. And I think it's more complicated than, than we think. Because I think we see people who stand out. <clears throat> and I don't necessarily think that just because you stand out makes you unique. Um, unless, it's, unless you stand out because you do something that, you do something differently. We were talking about football early, so I don't know if you remember, and most people on this sh listening to the show won't remember. Kent DeColvey, do you remember him? You know who he is? Pitcher, right? He was a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he, I, I believe, was the first person who came in with, like, that submarine pitch. Yep. Like, he dropped his arm really low, and <clears throat> now, was he good? Yes. I don't believe he's in the Hall of Fame. And yet his style was so unique that I think other people would look at him and like, why are you throwing that way? And now you see somebody occasionally who, who has that sort of submarine style pitch. And, you know, and I think that stands out and that's unique. And that's someone saying, I think there's a different way to do this. Um, not saying that it's better. It's just what is working for me. And I think some people felt like it took less pressure off of his arm. And, and yet it hasn't really been maintained, right? There a couple of people pop up here or there that are unique in that regard. And I think that's a little bit of what relates to us in business, right? Is that there are many different ways to do it. And you, and understanding and identifying uniqueness is, is different than just recognizing success, I believe. What are your thoughts on recognizing uniqueness, Bob? Well, I think everything we do, if we're focused on a goal that we are primarily the only one who can see, is going to be unique. How many times have you, how many times did we hear, oh, that'll never work? Oh, why are you going to do that every day? No, no one, no one uses Facebook anymore. You got, you got to go here. You got to go. We've, we've heard that. Someone told me that last week. They're like, why are you wasting your time on Facebook? No one's there anymore. I'm like, well, I, I can show you a group of over a thousand people and I can show you our listenership. And they're like, that that's just Jerry rigged numbers. So it, and my response was, okay, give it a listen or don't. It's fine. We have a podcast form for you. If you want to go, I don't know. No one over the age of 25 listens to podcasts. I'm like, well, okay. 
that that didn't deter me. And I think that's part of the uniqueness. Like, no, this is the path we've chosen. Right, wrong, good, bad, doesn't matter to me. We're doing what we find important to ourselves. You know, we, for a while we were doing this program on Saturdays. People are like, why are you doing it on Saturdays? And I was going, there were times when we, you know, we were doing it differently. We've found what is unique to us. And this program is unique. You're not going to find another program out in the whole world. I don't care where you look. It's just like this because there aren't the two guys like Tom and me. They don't have our witty banner the way we do. And if someone else tried to copy this, right? So someone said, hey, you know what? That works really well. I'm going to sell this to a TV network and do the same thing they're doing. Call it, you know, today's pill. It wouldn't be the same. And I think that's something that we have to really recognize that we, no matter what we're doing, we're doing it uniquely. So I, I was talking to someone in an industry where everyone calls, you know, it's the old call 200 people a day and you'll get a customer. And this person wants to avoid that. She wants to go at it where she builds relationships and that takes longer. And I keep saying to her, don't drink the water everyone else is drinking. And she was telling me, I'm reading all these sales books and they're all saying you have to make 200 calls. And I said, and that works for some. But if this is the way you want to go, that book doesn't matter. It has no bearing because you're writing your own book and we're all writing our own book on how we do things. And oddly enough, when we get to a place where we have some sort of success and we celebrate it, if other people celebrate with us, they often forget all the things they said about, oh, that'll never work. You can't do that. That's a silly idea. Suddenly they're like, wow, you're Tom, you're really brilliant. That, that's awesome. Like, wait, oh, time out. Three months ago, you told me I was an idiot. Three months ago, you said this would never work in a million years. I was wasting time and money. Now suddenly champagne's flowing and you're there with your cup. Yeah, Tom, go Tom. And I think that's the funny thing to me about it all is that we have our critics, we have our naysayers, but when things start to go well, they hop on board. You know, it's like they see the train starting and rather than hopping on the train when it's just starting, they want to see it really motoring down and then they got run really fast to get on the train and they hop on at the last possible second before it's too late. The other thing I want to say, Tom, I'm going to shift a little bit. When you were talking about the idea of rules versus how we roll, I think what we're really doing is talking about the guardrails, right? You put the guardrails up on the road and you can drive however you choose. You can drive really fast, really slow. You can zigzag. You can shift, downshift, slam your brakes, whatever. The guardrails keep you within the roadway so you don't go off the cliff, so you don't go into the ditch. And I think that's what we're trying to do this week is just give you the guardrails and say, hey, these are the guardrails Tom and I have found really work for us, the people we work with. They may or may not work for you. I mean, I've seen on the roadway when the guardrail is completely mashed in, someone didn't like that guardrail. And it, you know they hit it pretty hard. And a couple weeks ago, I saw a guardrail that was completely on the ground on its side. Okay, someone did not like that guardrail one bit. We're just giving you things to really, you know, the, the outer boundaries. Within there, there's a lot of wiggle room and a lot of room to go because we don't want to tell you what to do. No one should tell you what to do. 
No one should tell me what to do. And the more we say, do this, don't do this, one, we're fighting your uniqueness. Two, that's not a renegade. And three, it's not going to lead to great solutions. It may. It could. It's possible. It, it is possible. It's not going to lead to your solution. It's going to lead to somebody else's solution. And I think that's, you know, that to me is the, the interesting piece about it. And I loved your analogy about guardrails. And I love the fact that you also said it's not guardrails that we're that we're telling you to follow. It's guardrails that you, if you choose, and I think this is maybe what makes a renegade unique, is that they have choose to define those guardrails for themselves. I know that I have limits to where I would go. And that to me is not being reckless, is going outside of those limits. There are things that I'm just not going to do because that's not who I am. And we all have the choice to determine what those are and if we are going to stay within the, the guardrails. And I think that to me is a fascinating thing about the opportunities that are in front of each one of us. We have the opportunity to carve our own unique pathway. And within that pathway, we have the opportunity to define what are the guardrails that we want to maintain. We also have the choice to say, you know what, today I'm going outside the guardrails because I want to see what it's like on the other side and make sure, confirm that what I was thinking is where I want to be. Because what we might identify is that the guardrail is too close. It's like, hey, you know what, I can push it a little bit further and that's okay. It's not going to impact me or others in a way that I wouldn't want to happen. And, and I think that the challenge for many is to not only recognize what others' uniqueness is, but is to try to understand that uniqueness that they have. And why are they going outside of what I would consider the guardrails that would be safe? that I would consider being reckless is going outside of my, but those are my guardrails. They're not somebody else's, you know? And I think that that becomes part of how we better understand. Because if we start to understand what's real for someone else, we better understand who they are and why they are the way they are. And that could have an impact on us and say like, huh, you know what? I like the fact that some people are willing to push their guardrails out or wow, I don't want my guardrails out that far. I'm going to push them in a little bit tighter. And my, that's my uniqueness is that I get the chance to determine what that is going to be. I like that. So Tom, we've hit that really important part of the program. We need to get you promote your book. Hmm? Where you promote your book, The Renegade Way. Oh, a, Renegade Way, get it. <laughs> There's that's actually even a section. There's a section about how renegades roll. There is. So if you want to get a copy of Bob's book, The Renegade Way, you can do that at renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Ask for it by name. I love that. Have you ever thought about when they say in the ads, ask for it by name? No. How else would you ask for it? Um, you might be like, I'm that looking for thing a book. That... It's got a light blue cover. It's... <laughs> It's got writing in it. Oh, you mean the renegade way. Yes, sir. Let me get you a copy. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, Tom, it's that point in time because you did the nice uh, the nice uh, promo for my book, which I appreciate. Um, what's your one thing? 
that today's antidote that someone can think about when they're talking in their head about recognizing their uniqueness as renegade? You know, I think it, it's to really step back and, and believe, firmly believe that you are unique. That you, even though you, you might think you want to try to be someone else, there is true value in the uniqueness that you have to offer. And that sometimes it's hard to determine. Sometimes you don't think it's going the way you thought it was going to go. And many times that's because we are judging it against someone else. And I think, you know, the, that judgment is only going to cause more challenges for you to figure out what your uniqueness is. And so I think that um, taking a step back to say, you know what, I am unique and that's okay. And I'm going to confidently move forward with whatever my next step is based on how I feel. And so I think that um, that to me is an element that people struggle with. Because everything out there today is saying you should be like so-and-so. Whether it's the job you have, how much money you make, the house you live in, what clothes you should wear, how you should speak, what you should drink, all of those things that it's people telling what you should do challenges our opportunity to be unique. And I think one of the great things about Renegades is that they see all of that and then they make their choice based on what they believe is what's real for them. At the end of each program now for about a month, maybe three weeks, we've been saying the words, embrace the renegading you. And we've calculated that. That took us almost 18 months to find those words. But Tom, I would amplify what you say by saying not just recognize what makes you unique, but embrace it. It is who and what you are. And it opens the door to possibilities that you may think are so far down the road. But when you embrace it, it starts you on a different path. And that path often gets closer to what you're trying to achieve and what you ultimately want. Because as you embrace your uniqueness, it gives you a bigger footprint than the person who's playing follow the leader. And I think that really that's what we're really trying to do with these broadcasts every day is help people recognize their uniqueness and embrace it in whatever shape that takes. It, you know, people have told me, hey, don't, don't tell jokes. Don't interrupt Tom with a joke. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Until Tom says, don't ever do it again, I'm not going to do it, or I'm going to do it. This is how we are, and this show has evolved. And there are plenty of people who have given me suggestions. You know, you really should shorten it to five minutes. You really should do this. You really should have guests on it. You really should do this. On and on and on. That's not the program I want. It's not the program I don't think. It's not the program you want. We're doing the program we want to do. And if no one but the two of us pay attention to it, I think we'd be perfectly happy. Sure. Sure. And, and I think that the, the, the key thing about that is that we've tried some of those suggestions. Some have stuck. Some have not. And I think that's the, the beauty of this is that this being unique and being willing to be unique is you let all, you take all that in. You know, it's when we're, when we're helping because of the way we've set up, the way we support our clients is we're helping them figure out what is real for them by sharing stories, sharing concepts and asking questions so that they can understand 
what's right for them, what's real for them. And celebrating with them their uniqueness. You know, I, I rarely do a call with someone that we're helping where I don't say to them, that's what makes you unique. That's follow that, that. And, and they're like, really, you think it's okay? I'm like, who's the police officer? You know, if you want to drive down the road and hit the guardrail every 50 feet, more power to you. You're not going to have a very nice car at the end of that. You're not going to feel real comfortable afterwards, but that's your choice. Or you can go right down the middle as slow as possible. You or get you to choose your road. You can also determine, you know what? The, why is it that I keep hitting the guardrail? Maybe I need to move the guardrail so that it's not in a place where I'm hitting it. And that, and that what hitting it is telling me is that I have the opportunity to push a little bit further and see what that go, means. And maybe now I stop hitting it and that might be okay for a while. Then I might hit it again. Or I might be like, wow, I'm driving. The road is like all over the place. I can go wherever I want. And that's pretty uh, and sometimes scary because it's too wide. Say, all mm -hmm. right, now I have a chance to narrow it back in to really create whatever pathway I choose to achieve the success that I desire. Love it. Love it. Great discussion today. One, one of the best. Uh, yeah, I really liked it as well. I thought it was a fascinating, it's fascinating where it went. Because I, and, and I think that's one of the things that I love about this is that we pick a topic and we have, we, we sort of set out, okay, this is what we're, what is planned. And you pick out a day that we're going to celebrate. Outside of that, it can go in a lot of different ways, which is what I love about the realness of it. It may not go the way we thought, and that's okay. It just goes the way that what was real in the moment. So thanks so much for being a part of this conversation today. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. You can please feel free to put it in the comments if you are watching our Facebook Live or watching us on YouTube. Uh, if you are watching or, sorry, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, please feel free to rate us or like us. Share it with your friends. You can subscribe so that you will always be up to date on the latest issue of the podcast. And one of the reasons we wanted to do that is we knew that not everybody listens to Facebook. Or, gosh, not everybody looks at Facebook, watches things on YouTube. They like to consume it. They're unique. They like to consume it uh, through audio. And so the podcast is available for you. And they want to consume it many at a time, not have to wait. When's the next episode? They can jump right in and catch them uh, episode after episode after episode. So we hope that you and, will. And they can up. also play it at double speed. <laughs> so they could play it at double speed. Not, it's funny. Bob and I did that the other day with a video, and I, had, I don't think I'd ever done that. And I never really realized the value of it. Now I do. Oh, um, I do it all the time. I listen to our program when I'm driving, and I always do it at like 1.75. Because you can get through a lot. You know, if you've got a 10-hour book that you're trying to get through, you can you can get through it in five, six hours if you speed it up. And the research suggests that we can go, we can actually listen to something four times faster than we can speak. And we still retain the information. Interesting. Never thought fun about Fun fact that. for today. That is a good fun fact. So uh, I would also encourage that if you are not yet a member of our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, which we mentioned at the start, uh, please join us. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades, uh, and then you just have to ask to join because it is a private group. 
as we mentioned earlier. And by asking to join, all you have to do is tell us why you're a renegade, how you roll, and then you can become a part of our growing community where we are helping people take their next step along their own unique pathway to success. And I would also offer, if you are struggling with how you roll, of like, does this renegade thing make sense? We have a great uh, handbook, guide, I would say, not a handbook, but a guide, that if you go to the renegadesuccessnetwork.com, you can download it. And it will help, as Bob said, help you embrace the renegade in you and find your uniqueness and then figure out what is the first step towards your own unique pathway to success. So with that, I hope- Hang on, um, I want, my sister's being a renegade. She just said good evening to everyone a couple minutes ago. So that's a renegade to think it's evening because I'm pretty sure where I live, it's in the morning. Maybe she's traveling and she's at a point where it is evening. Just think yeah. about that. I don't think so. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in. You know, renegades in all forms. Okay. That's maybe she's feeling like it's been a long day already and it's feeling like it's evening. So that's what's real for her. She wanted to say good evening. Correct. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. We hope that you have a great day and that you recognize the uniqueness in you. We will see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time, or you can listen to us whenever you want on our podcast. Have a great rest of the day. We'll see you soon. Hey, embrace the renegading you. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you. Okay.